0: Stuff podcast network. Welcome to Folklore, a podcast. Out words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I, am Tara O'Shea.
2: I'm Geraldine McAvoy. and
1: I'm Pádraig O'Gonick.
0: And you're all very welcome to our episode today. Yeah, we, 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 we. You thought we'd given up on logam logam but we haven't. We're
1: back, <laughs> and not just because of how Derek struggles to say <laughs> <laughs> logam <nannica. laughs>
0: Not just because of that, we start revisiting the idea because it was once said that the the irish weren't very good at building towns that they liked to kind of live in, in a in a pastoral way and that the towns were all built by invading forces be they what? be they vikings be they normans be they aliens or be they the english
1: Wait, which who built the aliens or what did the aliens build? The, aliens the pyramids. Built,
0: the aliens built Tara and Newgrange.
1: Oh, did they? They're What's not a crazy bunch of lads. What towns did the aliens build? Obviously, it's indisputable that the ancient Celtic, pagan, Gaelic, druidic aliens built Tara. That's obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what towns did the aliens
2: Adamstown. build? Adamstown. <laughs> 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 it's the weirdest looking place in the world. You can tell it was just superimposed there. Adamstown has to be. Adamstown.
1: Adamstown. Yeah. Adamstown. I get really annoyed at Adamstown because it's right where I live. Like it's it's in my area, mm. and uh, if you approach Adamstown from the four different directions, I think they have three different place names, three different Luganda. <laughs> <different, like, "Animnika"
0: sighs> oh uh, yes, on it.
1: like on on the one way in, it's um, it's it's Balia Adov, which would be a direct translation of Adamstown. Adov was Adam in the Bible. Uh, then another way in, it's Balia Adam which would be the correct one. It's the genitive case of Adam and it's the hysterical yeah. Luganamnika comes from a name, an English surname, Adam. Uh, same root as mock Adam, which would be Mockadav, but it's it's named after this particular individual, Adam. Yeah. So Baya Adam would be, would be fine. And then if you approach from a different direction, it says My Arnie, which is Adamstown County Wexford, which is just, it's just a uh, typo. come on. It's just a mistake.
0: <laughs> Scandals shocking business they get
2: what, it what, right what? on the train they get the Bali Adam on the, yeah, the train from from i Port think, I think so
1: they've addressed tra- i think they've addressed it and at least the the the, the i think the the Bali Adam one or the of one has been has been changed and updated the last time they did the last time the nta did the the road signs out this way but uh yeah it was very confusing and annoying for a while adamstown is um it's kind of weird seeing a town a purpose-built town spring up and develop around you? Like you kind of feel like do I feel like the Gaelic-Irish would have felt like looking at Port Arlington being built uh you know or, or Dangan or any of the plantation towns looking at these towns springing up looking on Was it weird? Me, me a savage outside <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, So Adam's town oh, is, they, is have a, they
1: have a Londis Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a mixture of revulsion and desire.
2: What, Londis or Adamstown?
0: Both. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the idea, the um the idea of the plan of the plant community was a very big thing in England, in English history, but it was it wasn't in really um you had the Wellwyn Garden City and things like this, and then later on you had Milton Keynes Milton and so the, the, the home the of the towns. roundabout. <laughs> And some people that say that.
2: roundabouts originated.
1: No, it's just so full of them. There's just
0: so many of them in Milton Keynes.
2: Have I already talked about roundabouts in Portleth? <laughs> I've already yeah, talked about yeah, this. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We. I thought we were not we were going to not talk about roundabouts again. Oh yeah. Again sorry, I'm not going to get Derek Derek Sorry. That sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> back to Adamstown. <laughs> Adamstown Adams town. After, after
1: Derek had to confront his rage issues. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Adamstown is, for some reason, or was at least in 2010, on the Leave Insert Higher Level Geography syllabus. Uh-huh. And I don't remember why. <laughs> I just remember it being in my geography book. I think it might have been about purpose both towns.
1: Yeah, the, the, planning? Yeah, we did um we like you have to look at an aerial photograph and a map and identify yeah. identify, maps. Or, yeah, identify certain businesses and certain types of buildings, identify yeah. land for recreational and, and the reason Adamstown would be chosen is it's really easy to identify it from an aerial photograph because they have put the recreational stuff here, the residential is here, well the organized. commercial is there, the transport is there. It's, it's because it was planned. Yeah. Whereas Adamstown wasn't a thing when I was doing my Leaving Cert and we had to do Carlo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here's the big old weird haunted pennies then there's Dinri. then there's a yeah. river in the middle, halfway through you're actually in Leash. It's yeah. wonderful.
0: And, and the haunted sugar mill.
2: Yeah. The haunted sugar ma- the haunted uh, cinema. Is that the haunted the place in Carlo There's yeah. a
1: haunted cinema. The yeah. Carlo itself as a town is just haunted, haunted. by the ghost <laughs> of the domestic sugar industry. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh. And like Carlo was such an industrial town. Uh but it's been absolutely decimated and devastated by yeah. the collapse of the Irish, the deliberate uh planned collapse of the Irish sugar industry. And then like big, big business, big heavy industry moving out of, of Ireland. Um, well,
2: when I when I was growing up, that's funny you say that because when I was growing up, Carla was the nearest McDonald's to me and Carla also had a Clear's accessory which was very big in the the mid-2000s for teens and tweens. So that was the nearest place to me which is like 40 minutes away. It was the nearest place to me that you could get a McDonald's So like once a year. They also had a bowling alley so it was very cosmopolitan
1: for me oh. anyway
2: compared to Port Leash which got a McDonald's in the last probably six years.
1: <laughs> we got a McDonald's in, in Clondalkin uh, when I was... When I was a kid. I was maybe I don't know when we got the. I mean, was maybe ten or eleven, I think, when the McDonald's came into Clondalkin, and uh, and then like we we worked it out at one stage. My friend Liam um, worked out that he could successfully live his life on a com- on a completely straight line on the ordnance survey map <laughs> uh, because from my house to his house to the school we went to to the pool hall to the McDonald's to our friend Dara's house was a straight line living big oh yeah no need no need to deviate from the straight line to live your everything a successful 17 year old wants
0: wasn't it Harry Truman who didn't like turning left on the road because he had communism so much
2: Derek Zoolander no
0: (laughs)
1: that's Derek Zoolander yeah (laughs) not an Turner. (laughs) I
0: don't know why my Derek Zoolander impression is my Donald
1: Trump impression (laughs) but uh, it
0: is (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. I anyway. can't turn left, or
1: right.
2: <laughs> I hate it.
1: <laughs> towns. Towns, so, yeah, eh? Towns, towns, yeah. planned towns. So, significantly, uh, when it comes to Luganamnach, a town, as we know, is balia, Um and has the same root as awalia, uh or sawalia, uh meaning home, at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a lot more Balti in Ireland than we have towns. Uh, like there are there are places called Balia such and such that would be uh, categorized easily as a village at most, and some of them they're not even they're just little they're just little lug Lugana- um, Like for example, thinking of Dublin, na mucht, uh Balibach.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's
1: not a town in and of its own right. Never has been a town in and of its own right, but uh, it's where the poorers lived. Uh, so well <laughs> like it's Balien in the name
2: there you know you yeah, know where yeah. they are
1: <laughs> so, mm. so you can avoid it successfully if you're a a Georgian uh, ar- aristocratic gentleman about town you don't <laughs> need to go anywhere near Balian uh, and then, but
0: ba- then back like, in those days didn't, didn't the fancy folk live on the north side of the city initially and then there was a, a southward migration when the when the what's his name the Lord Lieutenant the the Lord Lieutenant the Lord oh yeah, Lieutenant <laughs> that guy then right he, he, yank he hoofed. He hoofed it over to the um, to the other side. There was there oh. was
1: a migration. Like the original, the original, um, the original buildings of of the wealthy uh, in Dublin uh, would have been up around like North Great George's Street, uh, Hill Street, uh, over to Henrietta Street, and uh, you still see them. There's uh, some fantastically preserved buildings on Henrietta Street mm. at the back of King's Inns. Yeah, there is. Um, they're lovely. They're absolutely stunning. Um, and then yeah, there was a southward migration. They all became, by and large, they became slums. Uh, all of a sudden these seven bedroom uh, Georgian houses became uh, basically seven apartment sublets um, to massive families who lived in abject poverty. And the the hoity-toity, the the, the great and the good, would have moved to the likes of Marion Square, uh, Fitzwilliam Square and places like that on the south side. And that's where we get this idea that the south side is all right, you know, that the south side is posher. Uh, mm. even though there's obviously some very good places of quality on the north side.
2: There is it's, indeed. Um, Ballybock being um, one itself. Oh, I yeah. used to live uh, just around the corner from Ballybach, lovely spot.
0: I used to live on Killarney Street just next to the Five Lamps. Do you know the Five Lamps? Um, well, I'm afraid I do. I'm afraid <laughs> I do. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But oh, yes. I, I cannot I cannot resist
1: saying that whenever someone mentions <laughs> it it's just automatic you have to say yeah, do you, you know the five lamps
0: you have to do it yeah. Yeah.
1: It, ha- it happened at my friend's wedding uh, Who's he's from around the corner uh, from the five lamps he's from up that neck of the woods um, and he uh, at the North Strand and uh, he was at his wedding, and uh, his brother was sitting beside him at the wedding. And the best man was making his speech, and he talked about growing up. and And he said, he, winking a nod, he said, "Do you know the Five Lamps?" And the groom's brother had had a, a little bit of sauce, couldn't help himself, and finished the statement: "You yeah. can hang your bollocks <laughs> off them."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to the shock of everyone present. Um, so but yeah, so the, but,
0: the Five Lamps Brewery their their slogan used to be: "Do you know the Five Lamps?"
2: Lean into it, I suppose.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Own it. Girl boss.
0: <laughs> oh Triggers.
2: <God>. Please stop.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> there's been um there's been enough girl boss related um content. Anyway, but we're talking Balya. Balya balia, Balya.
1: Yeah, so, so there are there are some there are some Balchi uh that are just basically corners of small villages like you yeah, know the uh, I'm lands, thinking. I'm uh, thinking
2: you were, we were mentioned the train lines uh, Ballybrofi which is Ballybrohra, which is no more a town like it's it's literally a train station that's Ballybrofi and I apologise to people from Ballybrofi but no one's actually from Ballybrofi it's just near other places that's the the significance <laughs> of it why is there even a train station there I'll never know
1: the, it's the, the the Limerick Junction or Manulla Junction of uh, Tipperary Midlands. Leash. <laughs> of temporary leash yeah Yeah,
2: I've gotten off it once my mum was in my grandmother's house some 20 minutes away and she picked me up from Ballybrophy and I got off and I was like this is nothing this is just a train station in the (laughs) middle of nowhere like there's nothing around it's just a fucking field like you get off in the middle of nowhere
1: like Manulla Junction in Mayo there's absolutely nothing in Manulla Junction but it's just if you are getting a train to Ballina that's where you get off the Westport line and and then you go north you go north to Ballina that's it that's Mm -hmm. all
0: it's for a junction where you can change trains, very fancy.
1: Yeah, but, you know, yeah. we end up with a, a balia, like here Bali Brofi, and it's yeah. no more, no more a balia. Would you get it's out of that? It's not a balia, no, it's not. Balia oh. clear. now there's a balia.
2: Town, which, are you going into town?
1: Are you going into town? Yeah, we always say town? To town.
2: Because it's a balia. Yeah, but this it's is a the city, it's a car. Yeah, but no one says the city.
1: No, no, that's, that's, yeah. But I mean, no one says the city unless you're from Kilkenny. Uh, no one says the city.
0: <laughs> and like, to be fair
1: lads, you've got a you've got it all. Like, you've got a cathedral, a royal charity, uh charter, not charity, charter. Uh, you've got it all. You've got a cathedral, a royal charter and you're chock full of English stag parties every weekend. Yep. Uh, yeah. What else do you need to be a city? Go for it. Yeah. Live at large Kilkenny.
0: Lean in. Le- <laughs> lean in Kilkenny. But the, um... Be a
1: girl boss like Alice Kittler. <laughs>
0: So I remember once that a friend of mine was talking about how he was going up to Cork, but he was from Dublin. I was like, you go down to Cork, you go up to Dublin.
1: Yeah. You go down everywhere from Dublin, though. Yeah, it, we,
0: Yeah, we, we went, yeah, like, um, it, it's, whereas it's not necessarily a complete north-south thing, but there is, and I'm thinking going into the island and how towns of a certain, have a, have an implied uh, direction by which they are received.
2: I'm trying to think about what I would say. I definitely, when I lived in Cork, I would say I'm going up home, and then that would immediately imply that I wasn't going to the house that I lived in in Cork. It was I was heading away back to Leash, but I think
1: oh, you're going home, 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 home. Yeah,
2: home, home. Yeah, which is home, home is like out, 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 out. Yeah, you're going out, you're going out, out. Am I going home or home, home? Um, Yeah, but if I'm going up home, then I'm going to Leash. But if I'm going, if I'm in Dublin. Am i going down home, away home. I don't know. It's been so long. I haven't been home in a long time. I can't remember what I say. Down home
0: sounds more country musicish. I'm
2: going down home. I'm going away home. I I definitely would say that more more so.
1: I, I was always it was always home 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 for me. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's always it's always up it's always up. If you're going somewhere that is you know significant to you, you're going up. I'm going up to town. I'm going into town. I'm going I'm into going up town. To Dublin. I'm going into town. I'm going up to Dublin. I'm going down home.
2: Prepositions, am I and, right, lads? Yeah, <laughs>
1: but I think
0: I think Cork people generally see up to Cork even if they're going down being on, on the map.
1: It's into Cork. Yeah. Into mm-hmm. Cork if you're gonna but I mean if you're if you're outside of the county, if you're away, if you're away away, like if you're not just away, if you're away away, then you'd be going up to Cork. Even if you're going south. And listen, let's put it this way it's not follow me down to Carlo. The song, why would
2: you follow anyone to Carlo? Listen, if fake, sure. if
1: fake McHugh has given the word, you follow him up to Carlo. It's as simple as that. Like if there's, if there's invaders to be killed.
2: Well, if it's invaders to
0: be killed, all right, yeah, maybe invading Carlo.
1: Well, one thing about Ballyoclea, Dublin, too, yes, is is that obviously Ballyoclea does not mean Dublin, and mm-hmm. the name Dublin doesn't come from. Balyoaklia. Balyoklea means the town at the Ford of the Hurdles, which correctly, I suppose, applies to in and around Island Bridge, uh, which mm. is where the Ford of the Hurdles was. So we have this strange duality of name where the 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 name as we know it in English and the name as it's known internationally has uh an ancient uh you know it has an ancient cognate like it's got a root there that 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 it, there's an irish name dove lane and it comes from Difflin, Um and it means the black pool which was up where in and around where city hall is now in dublin mm-hmm. uh, but you have this weird sort of disconnect between the the irish name and the 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 name that we we give the city in english which which has north origins. because as you say our cities were built by and large by others because we weren't yeah. big on urban planning pre
0: 1171 that's for sure and it was uh and in the early days of the free state there was a an anti-urban strategy in a lot of ways they didn't want to um certain bishops were worried that having a strong train network and this is no joke. They worried they they knew the kind of books people bought at train stations because at a train station, when you're buying a book, you might buy a different kind of book than you get at your local bookshop or at your library, where you which is supervised by you know a, a, a duly vetted librarian.
2: I'm going to have to write down a,
0: so. And then yes, literally, um, Archbishop McQuaid was especially <laughs> was especially concerned about the kinds of books that were being uh, purchased at train stations when he visited the United Kingdom or the United States. He heard all about it from his priest friends there, all oh, shocking books and train stations.
1: I, I so I'm basically, if people are f- going to train stations. <laughs> they Why, dirty books, books about?
0: You read like a dirty book
1: or Protestantism? You're,
0: you're, finished the book by the by the way you get to your destination. You stick it in the bins so and no one knows you read it.
2: Yeah, but you're on the train. People see you reading it, reading your <laughs> oh, smut, or do no. you cover it in your newspaper you it? over yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Do you hide dirty. it inside a copy of Alive. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody's any the wiser oh
2: is that not the most Irish fucking thing you've ever heard in your whole life though no trains now because might be reading yeah, dirty books we can't
1: books. have a we can't yeah. have a functional train network because people might be reading about boobs
0: just to clarify so a lot of the a lot of the train lines around the border were destroyed during the war of independence and the civil war and then when the when the, the large cost of replacing these lines came to the fore they thought it would be better just to cut them off than to actually rebuild them and this was something because the early state they effect, effectively put it all they put all their money on on one route one thing the they said we're gonna we're gonna put almost what nearly half of the national budget into electrifying ireland and they said well so instead of you know slowly electrifying our, or re- electrifying our own we were, and also rebuilding the rail line they just said let's do it all and this unfortunately the train service was neglected and you really see this now when you look at the old map train map of Ireland yeah. and the current train map of Ireland
2: we should put a, a content warning at the top of this episode for people from Donegal actually that we talk so much about trains <laughs> <laughs> because yes. God love them we, we, we know, that I don't understand your pain because I come from a county that has trains, but I empathise, I, I sympathise mm-hmm. with your pain, I don't empathise with it. Solidarity to the people of Donegal looking for trains.
0: There's also concerns that, uh, that train stations were places where people might uh, meet um, uh, sex workers
2: what does be going on at train stations, lads? The only thing I've ever experienced at train stations is being fucking cold. They're almost <laughs> cold. <laughs> Houston it's freezing. Perilous, freezing. I spent more Sundays waiting at Perilous to change from the Limerick train to the Cork train and it's so cold. And I remember one time at the Turlet train I was getting off and there was these French foreign exchange students who were like, um, we have to change to do platform three. Uh, how far does it take to get? I was like, you get off the train and you'll see platform three. Like, turn you, around. You you gravely <laughs> overestimate how small this train station is. It is literally two tracks and a bridge to get to the other one.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, are we in the main train station of Turles, uh, or do we need to go across <laughs> the city to uh, turn around? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you get off the train and uh, you look up and you'll see a number
1: three. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's where platform three is.
1: Get <laughs> off the train and go on the other train. <laughs> um,
0: it's, well, I, suppose, yeah, I think I mean, you compare it to, you know, being over in Liverpool station or something over in, in London town. And uh, or you know, well, it's where it's incredibly stressful to change trains several times in a relatively yeah. short journey.
2: Yeah, I always wonder that how how Irish people manage when they move to London because there's a lot, you know, there's so much public transport and so much like hopping on and off the different uh, public transports. I, I I have great admiration for them. I must taken off. I know there's apps and stuff for it now. But uh.
1: yeah, but there's also the fact that, like, say, if you got to get off the Jubilee line and change to the Circle line, and you're you're running, you can't find your platform, and you're late, and it's like, oh no, oh shit, I've missed my train. Oh what? Am, oh, there's another one, Grant.
2: Yeah, fair. Like, it's, Whereas if you, it's you miss the so train in Turles, you're there for four oh, hours. Good night, <laughs>
1: like good night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's Turles. There's you nothing may as to well,
1: do. You, you may as well head into Hayes' hotel and found the GAA or something like that while you're waiting like this. <laughs> get a nice yeah. carver dinner oh, in there though. Yeah, and you, you can usually get... At least stuff. it's tireless, Like At least you yeah. weren't stuck at Limerick Junction. There is nothing at Limerick Junction. I can Junction. imagine it's, it's the, worst. Um, the worst. Limerick Junction is... it. Is it Mallow? You change it Mallow to go to Clarney, don't you? You yeah. get off the Cork line and change it yeah, Mallow change to go to Mallow. Like Mallow's a nice town, but the train station is just... It's like, it's like it's built on this rocky promontory. Like I've never felt wind like I felt in Yeah,
2: no. they They just build them in these places that they're like, hmm, yes, where is 10 degrees colder than the rest of this town or village? We'll build the train
0: station there. <laughs> but see, they, they decided to drop the temperature on all the train stations so people wouldn't be hanging around them too long you know, reading, oh, dirty, yeah. books or, and reading
2: dirty books. Employing and employing the services workers. of sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're so bleak and sad.
1: Yeah, when the wind is chilling you to your spine in mallow, you're not in the mood to employ a sex worker. It's as simple as
2: that. And you'd be cold, no? (laughs) Take a coat off you if you have one. Jesus.
1: But anyway, place names. Place (laughs) names. (laughs) um, Dublin is like like many of our um, Norse place names. Um, There's like a there's an antecedent. There's an earlier or contemporaneous Gaelic place name that has survived in the Irish. Um, and like Waterford, uh, Port Loriga, those two are not, they're not equivalent in any way. Mm. Waterford uh, comes from, and I'm hopeful I won't uh, butcher this one now, but it comes from uh, Vethra uh which would be the, the fjord of the ram or the fjord of the, the sheep. There's an English word for a sheep called a weather. And it comes from, it comes from that uh, Norse word, uh, that old Norse word Vethre. Um So Vethra is the ram um the the, the the Ford of the Ram, uh, whereas in Irish Port lariga the fort of um, a chieftain called Larraga. Um So we have these these two growing up and it's the same in uh, Wexford, uh, Look Garman, which would be the 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 lake of the the local I think it's Saint Garmon um, and then but uh, it's uh, a uh, or the muddy fjord in in Norse. and Wicklow, Kilvanton, the church of Saint Manton. Um, compared to uh, Wicklow which comes from Vikingalog which I love this which is like the low shelter or the low place of the Vikings Mm -hmm. which is really really cool and uh, Arclow as well where you see that low it comes from log uh, or a low place, a sheltered place. So Arklo is on Tinvermore, the the big estuary. But uh, in in Old Norse, it's Arkel's which is the the low sheltered place of a person called Arkel. Um, I, I think that's class. And my favourite one of the lot is like, have you guys ever been to? Have you ever been out to like, uh, in and around Cove down in yeah. Cork? Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to Spike? I've Spike seen island. out at. I've seen, seen out Spike, out but I haven't been yeah. on Spike. Well, I haven't next, done anything bold next, enough. Yeah, next to Spike is another island, uh, which is the home of the Irish Navy. The Irish Naval College is there. Yes. Hall Bolan. It
2: is,
1: yeah. And Hall Bolan is one hell of a name. And it you is. might think to yourself, like, where do we get that? Because in Irish, it's Inishunnock, the island of the fox. Yeah. Oh, that's but a Hall cool Hall Bolan, name. Yeah, it is very cool. But Hall Bolan uh, comes from the Old Norse, All Bowling. Which is the dwelling place of eels.
2: Ah, fab.
1: So there Fallen.
0: used to be
2: a lot of
1: snaky old fish down there. at
2: Snakes Hall and Bolan. foxes, hey?
0: Eels are gas. Gas characters. There's so much we don't know about them, even after just studying them for many years. Eels are wild lads altogether. Okay. We still, don't, <laughs> we, we still don't know how they reproduce.
1: Just googling now, how do eels... Watch <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the number one thing. I think we know how it's done there. The females release their eggs, the males fertilize them, and the adults die
0: after spawning. The eggs Derek,
1: what shite are you talking
0: like, <laughs> um, What What website is this? That sounds like nonsense. <laughs> it's
1: okay, Wikipedia. Uh, no, actually, this is from um, the government of New Zealand. Oh, uh, they um, don't even have a there. Listen. Deep. Why? They I was do. listening to it. Ote Aroa has. Many eels.
2: Why do they why do they have a whole are, website or like or a web a webpage dedicated to eel reproduction? I wanna know that. Why
1: and why is the SEO so good that it's the number one result on Google for how do eels eel reproduce? Why does Zarek
2: think that they're a false flag? Like what's what's
1: happening here? <laughs> Jacinta wanna, Ardern and the globalist uh <laughs> lizard people the eel are trying people. to convince eel people. That's what they are. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. Go ahead, Derek. Well, no.
0: Look, you can have your you can have your kiwi website. I mean, you know, and I'm sure whoever wrote it has had maybe had a few, few too many glasses of refreshing Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc because I was listening to an eel expert recently on one of our friend podcasts, The Europeans, where Dominic and Katie were talking to an eel expert who would studied eels and said there's still an awful lot we don't know about them.
2: Derek is an eel truther. That's what's happening here today. Ah, uh, yeah. All we there we covered. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That we don't know how they travel these huge.
0: Eel. We <laughs> don't know how they travel these huge differences and while we speculate about the reproductive practice, we, no one's ever actually seen them at. it
2: Well, the no New one's Zealander's their- eels fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't I mean, mean it doesn't happen, Derek. Do you think you need to see everybody go at it to know how their babies are made? Like,
0: well, <laughs> animal scientists or zoologists even are mad into watching animals do it. And they get really annoyed when it doesn't happen. And that's why they're very furious with the eels. What is Furious and furious.
2: What has become of us? <laughs>
1: This is What Would You Do If, the podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If questions. It's Callum and Jess here and every week we look at how we'd handle different situations
2: before finding out what you should do if you're
1: in them. So far we've looked at What would you do if you saw someone stealing A bear attacked you The baby started choking You were stuck in a lift You can hear those episodes and loads more on headstuffpodcast.com with a new one every Monday. So another place name that
0: I really like. <laughs> Go on. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so there's a place down in uh, um Home. called uh, Ard na Um which Ard is the the height of the strawberry tree. Uh, but oh. on the on the English now it's a Gaelic area, so you know in theory anyway at least the English place names are invalid and do not apply. Yeah. But you'll still see the old signposts that say Smerrick Harbour. And Smeric uh-huh. for Ardenacanya. Um and Smerrick uh is um uh, it's uh, comes from Smurvik, which is uh, the Bay of Butter or Butter yeah, Bay. Oh which is uh, which is really nice. That's cute. Then there's uh, uh, up in uh, up in the north, up in the six counties. There's uh, Strangford, Strangford Lock, uh, which in Irish is Loch Um which I think is a lovely name because yeah, it's nice. basically lake bay or bay lake, um, which is just just double name it like just yeah chai tea why not <laughs> nan that, that lake isn't really a lake; it's a bay. So grand, okay. Bay Lake, that's what we call it. Look cool. <laughs> that um, would but uh, of course, it comes from uh, it's, it's, the English name is Strangford, and it comes from uh, Stranger uh, which is the narrow fjord, which I really, really like. Just yeah, that's very
0: nice. That is nice.
1: Then there's Lambay Island off the coast of uh, Dublin, Lambay, uh, which in Irish is Rachan. And Rachran is kind of a—it's a very old Gaelic name. Uh, it's also the 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 Gaelic uh, the original Gaelic name for uh, what we call in English Rathlin Island off the north coast north coast of, of of Antrim.
0: I know. Um, well, so it's, it's, you can see it from my, where my wife grew up. Um, yeah, it's a it's, stunning. it's absolutely, absolutely in there. stunning.
1: Oh, it's uh, there's one pub. Yeah, um, but they're both called Rachran. Um and rathlin is an attempt at pronouncing rachran, and it means sort of rocky outcrop off the coast. But lambe um, is an Old Norse name, Lamb eye, meaning the island of the lambs. The ah. island of the lambs, not the silence ah, nice. of the lambs. Um, yeah, I love it. And oh yeah, look, this this is Ireland's eye. Ireland's eye is another one. Um, uh, in Irish, that's uh, Inish MacNhasson um which means uh, is the island of Maknason awesome. um and that is from the old Norse uh, Ilandzoi which just means Ireland's island
2: oh yeah nothing so, special there really yeah so
1: it's like that that's Ireland that's Ireland's island
2: that's that's what they named when they just arrived they were like that's the island they have. They didn't do a, a full tour of it yet, and they were like, "Fuck! There's more than one shit." Well, listen, we've named it now, so
1: yeah. They had not. They had not yet done a full uh, uh, audit of yeah. the island properties of Ireland. Oh, and because speaking of islands, um, you guys ever heard of Fastnet? Nope. Yeah, Fastnet. That's, yeah, so Fastnet kind of like it marks the it marks the edge of. Irish territorial waters, more or less, especially as regards to yachting and the likes. Like if you do the round Ireland race, you have to go around Fastnet and it's quite a it's quite a distance off the coast uh, of Ireland. Uh, Fastnet is, um, what is it? It's the most, uh, it's how far off the Jays' thing? Um, The
2: Jays' thing being the coast of Ireland. The coast of Ireland, yeah,
1: yeah. It's six and a half kilometres off the southwest coast of Cape Clear Island. Um. So, like the, the the current lighthouse that's on Fastnet Rock is uh, the tallest in Ireland. Um. But Fastnet itself, it's known as Ireland's teardrop. That's it. It's known as Ireland's teardrop because it was the last bit of Ireland that emigrants saw as they sailed out of Cove oh, that's to North America. Sad. Yeah, and the shipping forecast on BBC Radio covers an area called Fastnet. So if you listen to the the shipping forecast, which apparently a lot of people do because it helps them sleep. um,
2: Yeah, yeah. I get that. Shipping forecasts are a bizarre cultural phenomenon. If you're not a fisherman or somebody who relies on those things, which I'm sure it's it's necessary. But yeah, it's
1: incredibly important, but just to other people not me. Like,
2: like what uh, are they talking about? I don't know <laughs> what these words mean, but they're saying them so melodically. Yeah. <laughs> is that ASMR? Totally. Do I
0: enjoy M- ASMR? Wait for you. It the sounds shipping, like it.
1: It's the shipping forecast. Uh, <laughs> ASMR perv. Um, so in Irish, that's Carraghainer, the lonely rock. rock. Um, but uh, the original name uh, was, uh, or the, the Norse name rather, because God knows when Carraghainer came around. It's a Hvastun Eye. Uh, meaning the Sharp Tooth Island, because it looks like a sharp tooth jutting out of uh, the Atlantic. There's loads of these. Uh, obviously, um, everyone has heard of, of uh, I hope everyone has heard of Hoth.
0: Yeah. Um Bin Aether.
1: Bin yeah. So Bin Aether in, in Irish, um, which is, you know, um, uh, the peak of Aether, uh, a, a person's name. But where do you get a name like Hoth from? Yeah. Um, it comes from höfth, um, which is the old Norse word for head as in headland or oh. promontory. Yeah. Because yeah,
0: yeah. it is like it's houth head
1: which yeah. is it's essentially head head.
0: And people do sometimes uh, we, you know visitors to this island flip out about how houth is pronounced and why isn't it Hoth. And or you have people <laughs> who ask for directions to "house" and be like can't help you buddy. Oh høth. <laughs> but that's not, nothing to do with Irish kind of phonology at all. It's houth. It's Norse. It's Norse, yeah. I don't story? know.
2: I'm shacked up with a, a Norseman and I brought him to Hoth one time and he called it Hoth.
1: Yeah, but he probably thinks it's English as opposed to all Norse.
2: I know he thought it was very cold. There was a storm that day and I was, it was like a mild storm but like for him he was like your car is shaking and I was like yeah, it's a small car and he was like this seems dangerous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um, which so, is, yeah. you know, Hoth doesn't rhyme with nous and douth. Um, but that's probably because Engl- English is a stupid language. It is that. Cu- it is that. Cough doesn't rhyme with tough or though. So, I mean, it's just, it just, just doesn't make any sense. It's, it's not a stupid thought, language. It's, it's not an, thought well. Yeah. It's all about Shakespeare.
0: One of the cool things on the, the LogAlan.ly website is it gives you a geographic distribution of certain recurring name terms in place names. And Balia is quite interesting.
2: Yeah, I'd probably, I'd be willing to to stake that that's probably the most common, if not one of the most common. It's very um, common,
0: except yeah. more common in some areas than others. Really? More common in some areas than others. The Bally's fall off at the further west you go. And really? yeah. the north as well, as a matter of fact. where There's still a good sprinkling of them.
2: Because you couldn't move for the amount of Bally's around where I grew up. Ballyroan, uh Strad Bally, like... Uh, you know, there's loads of bally Bro feed nearby. Um, there's, yeah, you couldn't move for, for all the Ballys. Ballygabard. Ballygabard, exactly, yeah.
0: Ballygo backwards Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Bally, what was the name of the? Wasn't there a Bally something in those um commitment films? Books. No, the Commitments films. Wasn't there a Bally
0: something? Uh, no, 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 it was Barrytown. Barrytown. And basically, Barrytown sorry, is yeah. different because Roddy Doyle, being a huge um, music head who was who was, who was a teenager in the seventies or so, was big into Steely Dan, and there is a song called Barrytown oh, on one of Steely okay. Dan's albums.
2: Good. I haven't seen the credits. It's, so
1: it's Kilbaric. He's talking about yeah. Kilbaric. The whole thing is
2: yeah.
0: Kilbaric. It's, yeah, it's Simley veiled. It's like similarly, Carrickstown is, is also based in Kilbaric. Am I right? I don't know. Carrickstown,
2: Carrickstown, is, one Carrickstown time is out
0: the back of the RT car
1: park. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you
2: accidentally take a wrong turn going into the radio studio, you will find yourself on a makeshift street. And you're like, oh, fuck, this isn't it anyway. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Mad stuff. It's interesting in that I hadn't planned on talking about soap operas. But as it happened, we um we we got some feedback in a recent episode on baby names, and someone told us about a phenomenon in Brazil. They said which was that they reckon soap operas might be have been indirectly responsible for a drop in the birth rate that Brazil experienced from 1960 onwards. A similar drop in family size to China, although without this without the state led kind of family planning. and encouragement of contraception of the methods, but that they attributed this to the popularity of soap operas, where with which presented small family sizes, um, proto- female protagonists in their thirties and forties without children, and so forth, oh. nor- normalizing these things. And they, and in order to, to justify it, that this wasn't attributable to other factors, they looked at the popularity of names from those soap opera characters as well. I think,
1: uh, I think calling. Telenovelas, soap operas, yeah. kind of underplays the the cultural importance of them, in mm-hmm. in in particular in Latin America, and like the telenovela is still so incredibly popular in Mexico and yeah. in the you know among Spanish speaking uh, residents of the 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 contiguous 48 states of the US, telenovela is absolutely... Like, to to even put it in the same breath as Fair City or Coronation Street is just...
2: Maybe you might be, like, you at a stretch, maybe Home and Away in terms of how fucking ridiculously dramatic things are. But, like, even that is just a step Mm -hmm. down. It's not the same thing. But if if you're at the spectrum of soap opera, Home and Away is at the top of, like, there are three uh, hurricanes... Two kidnappings, a cult, and a plane crash in one season, and then there's telenovela, which is a whole cultural institution in itself. It's wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, I think, it, there's 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 an American and a British and Australian tr- and traditions of soap opera, which are all quite different from each other. And then there's the and then telenovelas telenovel, quite different, and which I'd be reluctant to um, speculate on because it's not something I know a lot about, and I've been bitten on the ass about asserting shit and moving on before. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I suppose I'm, I'm really saying that this uh, this dovetails nicely to what we were talking about. We we did mention Carrickstown, which is where the, soap, the Irish soap opera Fair City is set. If you live in another country that where Fair City is broadcast, please let us know, because I'm always interested in that kind of thing.
2: Would it be broadcast?
1: Uh, is, it, is it picked up by other... is it taken
0: on
2: I know they get so I know they get like bizarre like they have Holby City and Heartbeat here and they had a few they had obviously normal people and Dublin murders but like I don't think they have Fair City I would be beside myself if they had Veracity.
0: There are certain Mm -hmm. Irish programmes which are, you know, if you are like, say, the Next Top Model franchise, you might say, you might like America's Next Top Model, then if you flick around there's certain channels that will show you Canada or Germany's Next Mm. Top Model as well. Apparently the German one's Gas, if you can follow it. But I know there's certain, some of those um, TV3 crime programmes which just were broadcast under a different name on certain British channels. Uh, yeah. And I seem to remember that the was was shown in South Africa
1: it's not anymore anyway if it ever was um, like it's available to a global audience through the RTE player international um, mm-hmm. and like God help you because like just yeah. watch just watch Russ Naroon because the TG Car player is a work yeah. of art it's, it's Can a beautiful beautiful yeah. piece of you imagine if you technology.
2: were relying on the, the RTE player for anything like
0: let <laughs> <laughs> hey. me <maybe> tell you <laughs> garaging don't hate the player
2: no,
1: actually, <laughs> I will hate the player. No, no, I will. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. Derek making a mm-hmm. pitch to be the next DG of RTE there. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, we, well no, Don't hate the player, y'all. <laughs> it's very well played. No, you hate the player.
0: I'd say that being director general of RTE would be great crack altogether.
1: I, yeah, I bet. I'd say yeah. it would be great
2: uh, crack. You know. <laughs>
1: 100% just be, be I'd, I'd love it if my job was to justify the amount of money Ryan Tubbert gets.
0: <laughs> hey, Just think how much money he'd get if he went to, to, over to England
1: I'd love to see him try
0: Go for it Go for Tubbs So just not he go over every summer to, to, to oh, mind not, uh, not, not in a no, not since, no Terry Wogan's dead there's no show to mind anymore Graham <laughs> okay, I mean, Norton's showed any mind Yeah,
2: He did not did he? he
0: did mind I it on the summer when he was, uh, when, he was having a ch- when he was chillaxing for a bit
2: Ryan Trupperty took over for. Am I living in. in, in, in Through the Looking Glass? Ryan Trupperty took over.
0: Just on summer holidays. The radio. The, radio. the summer oh, the holidays. Radio. The radio, okay. yes. Radio. Yeah. radio. Yeah, 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 of course. Guests, um, yeah. As if. I think you'd have heard now. If. Yeah because that other guy that, that other guy Jack Whitehall Jack did the, Whitehall has yeah, done a few he, did, times, he yeah. co- took over the telly show for a bit but I mean Graham Norton is I guess very good at that kind of show and uh, no yeah. one was better than him he made it his own he's done very well for himself well yeah it's the Graham Norton in, show yes yeah. you
2: know Gra- chat Norton. shows
0: usedn't be like that yeah I know chat but, shows usedn't be like that at all at all
1: I don't know I just cringe whenever he goes up to the audience just like don't no, you're not Jimmy Kimmel. Don't please no. Yeah, but I cringe when Jimmy Kimmel goes up to the oh, audience. Oh yeah, well, I don't do that talk that to well, any of them. Like,
2: <laughs> go away from me.
1: <laughs> I th- I th- the late late show, the late late show is is um like it's it's a it's a it's a record holder, isn't it, for the longest continuously yeah, broadcasting so. chat show <laughs> in the world? But it is. Um, it's also it's it's weird. Like it's an anomaly. It's like this weird thing where you can. You know, I definitely in previous years, anyway, like the Gabo years and the Pat Kenny years, and all that, where you could go from on the same show, you'd be interviewing like the victim of some horrific institutional abuse, and go, "Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're you're so brave." Um, Next up, we'll have Daniel O'Donnell with his uh, new song.
0: (laughs) I have a theory about this. I have a theory as to why oh, The Late Late Show it. is like that, which is, and which is different from, say, The Johnny Carson Show, which was the previous record holder, which was basically just flat entertainment and a very magazine-driven, where, where guests would be coming on to sell something. The Late lit Show is, is the way it is because of mass because people go to Mass, they listen to some guy talking, there's parish notices which are read out. Maybe the, the, the priest might make a little uh, speech during the, during the sermon and, and, they may, and then afterwards people might go and confess some horrible crimes in confession, things like that. But the idea of just going there and having all these things happening in one particular hour or one particular sesh is based on Mass and the Irish experience of Mass.
1: Confessions aren't after Mass, are they? I
0: thought they were yeah. at a different time
1: go on a Saturday for confession.
0: If you get something really mass big You can't
2: do the confession after. You have to do the confession before the communion. Yeah, you're well, not allowed before to have the or
0: interest, after, e- Before or after. Either way, the same pl- at the same building, I've the same church the same taking hold holes in that theory. Uh, yeah, Picking I've never had Nathan Carter
2: at my Mass. That's for sure. And let me do tell you... Do you not
0: have a youth folk Mass in... Oh, no? you,
2: listen, okay. I have a weird a, a backstory which involves being very religious for quite some time. we yeah, was and we were very fucking into youth masses. But we never had Nathan Carter. Is he a youth mass? He, I but you ha-
0: was there a fella in the youth, Nathan it, Carter it was, type? Was there a fella in the folk band who was kind of like the, the, the parish stud? Yes. With and um, who, what but, was that
2: uh, that show Moon Boy that had that guy who led the the parish choir, <laughs> and he, he had the keyboard Like, yeah, yeah. that's Nathan <clears throat> Carter.
1: <laughs> there was a there was a rock mass. Uh, in Nealstown. Um, as in rock and roll music? As in rock and roll music, but yeah. But Christian rock? Like, they would stretch the bounds of, I think there was like a fairly cool priest who was kind of like, I just want to encourage these young people to get involved. So if they want to play The Rivers of Babylon by Boney M, fine, that's tangentially related to the but Bible. But not like a battle to hell? A battle to hell would be a bit too much, no. Oh,
2: Tangentially um, related to the Bible, sure.
1: In essence, sure. maybe. A bit Old Testament TV, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there was oh man, like um like Rivers of Babylon, Shiny Happy People, which you know if you read the lyrics it's not it's not very shiny or very happy, but it's a very bouncy song and it's lovely. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it was it was was pretty good. It was I thought it was it was definitely one way of getting people interested in sitting through mass for an hour.
0: Funny you mentioned shiny happy people. Is it? <laughs> So yeah, Darius
1: has well. got, got another theory. Bring no, it no, on no, no, to no. I have a theory that REM
0: are, are somehow well, related I w- to my ass. St- I was watching the, the Song Exploder episode about losing my religion and Michael Stipe brought up the fact that they weren't actually planning on making a protest song, but it was taken as a protest song in certain countries, including Ireland, where the video was banned from the telly. Of course it was, though. Of, of course, course, he course it was. was huffing like, about. He's, he's, he's still sore with that 30 years later.
2: Well, but that, if I'm in be? Ireland though Bans yeah, shit
0: like I, I would be too God yeah <laughs> But anyway uh but ban- banning
1: man- something here Was like the best thing That could be done for it Yeah Do Because you, remember, you could still like, see
0: it On the other, on the other channels If well,
1: you can had, see had had fucking channel four
2: If you can see the one of the very early, like one of the very first episodes of Reading in the Years, which is a fantastic show. I've talked about it before. We've talked about it before. It's wonderful. um, Is when Jane Mansfield came to Ireland and the bishop was like, don't go near her. And you can see the throngs of people and she's slinking out of her car, being Jane Mansfield, being herself. And there is thousands of people there and they're all like oh I wasn't looking
1: but I was looking
2: you know because she was they told her they said don't go see her and then they were all like I have to, I have to go see her I, it is imperative that I see Jean Mansfield
1: Like there was no, there was no internet, right? So if Jane Mansfield is making public appearances in Ireland, that's going to be printed in the papers probably, right? And that's it. If you didn't happen to get the paper, you don't know where Jane Mansfield is going to be. But one place you are going to be is Mass of a Sunday. And if from the pulpit, the priest is saying, Jane Mansfield is going to be in the Tivoli Theatre at five o'clock on Thursday (laughs) afternoon and you are not allowed to go there. There's people who had no idea James Manfield, Jane Mansfield was going to be there. And, and I go, also, oh yeah, oh. What was that, I'm what was that, Father? I just want time? to make sure. What, what time do I avoid and which theatre do I avoid? Oh, God bless you. fair play to I
0: Father. I just make sure she's not sinning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what's more is, you know the priest isn't going to be there. Because he said he wasn't going. And if he was there, then you fucking saw him there and then no one has to talk about it. You all just sort of avoid eye contact because you all saw each other at it.
1: They did the same with the Beatles. They did the same with the Beatles. They read the Beatles from the altar. Like, you know, the Come Beatles on. are pl- the Beatles are playing the National Stadium and you should not allow your daughter to go. What are you gonna talk about when you get back from Mass? Did you're you know? hear? Did you hear? Did you ever hear the Beatles are playing the stadium and you're not allowed to go? I'm going. I'm going, Mummy. I'm going.
0: There's a thing I remember that a like a lot of people would say that their local priest was was the strictest or the meanest, and it was I, I I'd be talking to people from different parts of Dublin. They'd say our our local priest was the first one to condemn Britpop. He's the first one to condemn Oasis. <laughs> And I was like, well, really? They like, turned out it wasn't their priest. It was another priest in the nearby parish. And no one is ever able to find this priest who condemned away from the pulpit. <laughs> but what we did know is that um, one of Aaron's uh, one of Aaron's roommates in Queens was from St. Patrick and was in school with Ash. And they, when they were condemned from the pulpit by none other than Big and himself. Oh, Absolute. You can't buy that, Mark. You cannot buy that publicity. Nope. There. And that's
1: class. <laughs> that's class.
0: A great constituency worker.
1: You will not purchase their Star Wars themed album.
0: You will not buy 1977 feature on the hot single Kung Fu. (laughs) I think we can all agree that Girl from
1: Mars absolutely slaps, but you shall still not purchase it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you slipped into a little bit of a Martin McGannister thing, Father. You need Sorry. to work on that one of those well. I do need to work on that, yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. I but know. before we... I mean, yeah, so... I think we're going to wrap up because you have covered a lot of very relevant, important things. We have really to, stuck yeah. to a ball message really we hard. <laughs> as, as well, as we is there ten minutes of relevant content in today's episode at all? Uh, but before,
1: yeah. But listen, they're used to oh, listen can to. I, us. I can, I can bring it back though. So there's, there's um, to go back to play. I look, leave it in.
2: It's great. Yeah. It's class. Like they're it's here for be, the be, ride, ride now. They if they've been with us for nearly two hundred episodes now, they know what to fucking expect. <laughs> like,
1: listen, yeah. Here for the ride means something totally different if you're an eel expert. <laughs> you can have an episode title now. Uh you're for the right. <laughs> um <laughs> how do eels reproduce? <laughs> uh so you mentioned Dockey earlier on. Uh, oh, yes. about how wonderful a train journey uh Docky is. And Dockey is it's a very weird place name, Delaginish. Uh, and I know that we've heard we've heard from uh we've got feedback from from a listener around Docky and Delaginish. And Deliganish is this uh weird combination of Norse and Irish. Um in that, like, the, the English name Dokey, um takes the Delig from Delig Inish, uh, the thorny island, but it adds the E-Y suffix, which is island in Norse. So you end up with sort of a Delig-i or Dokey. Uh So it's really interesting. But one of the most interesting ones of those, these sort of, um, these little uh, combination names, is uh, Kaiser's Lane. There's a Kaiser's Lane in uh, Drogheda. There's one in Dublin. There's one in Waterford. There's one in Wexford. There's one in Cork. Any of these Norse towns or cities. Um, so in Irish, they tend to be known as Cúlan Kaiser or Ré or And Kaiser is the Irish for Caesar or Kaiser, Emperor. Mm. But what people think is it may come from is the old Norse Kesa. Meaning a bend or, or a twist in the road, and they all tend to be, um, they all tend to be sort of windy, narrow little paths. Like um, the best known example is probably um, Kaiser's Lane or Kaiser's Lane in Wexford. Um, is entered via an archway and it's entirely hmm. walled and roofed and it's quite oh, twisty. Lovely. Um, the Kaiser's Lane in Dublin. Uh, was in the Liberties. It used to connect Cook Street to Newgate Street. Uh, It's been, uh, the whole area's been levelled and it's now Corn Market. But it was, uh, (laughs) in the 19th century, it was nicknamed Kiss Ars Lane (laughs) because the stones used to get very slippery and pedestrians would often fall on their bottoms. Um, But yeah, I love it. It's just this little, it's, it's it's just this gorgeous little remnant of uh, the fact that Ireland is made up of so much more than just Irish place names and English yep. place names. That we have all these little, little throwaways hidden here and there, half of Docky, all the Kaisers lanes around the country, Wicklow, Arklow, Wexford, Waterford, and of course, Dublin, Difflin, That That's
2: good bringing it back there. Well done. Yeah, well
1: done. <laughs>
0: How about that? Excellent. And I think we might leave it there for today. But if you have a place name that you want us to look into or talk about, or tell us more about yourselves, send us a voice note and the WhatsApp number is in our show notes.
2: Also, if you have any information pertaining to the reproductive uh, practices of eels, Derek would be very interested in hearing that. As we said, he is funded by Big Eel, so um, please support him in his endeavour to to uncover the truths about eels. It's a very lonely journey he's on. And
1: if, if if you live in New Zealand... You, you want to tell us why Aotearoa thinks they know so much about uh, eels and the rest of us don't? What are they hiding? What are they covering <laughs> <What> are they, <laughs> up?
0: Yeah, something going on there.
1: Does big eel have its claws in Jacinda Ardern?
2: <laughs> She's a plant.
1: <laughs> or um, an amphibian. Uh, or a fish. Uh, uh, a fish. Eel, uh, uh, are fish. Are they? they They're are, gross they? is what they are. What's an eel? <laughs> is an eel an amphibian? They're yik. No, it's a fish. A ray-finned fish belonging to the order Anguilliformes. there we go I'm glad we cleared that up yeah
0: and they always get louder right before they make a kill <laughs> what? what? that's from the Princess Bride you big idiot.
1: oh eels? oh that's yeah, like yeah eels. remember the,
0: the eels oh, okay, the, mount, yeah. the giant eels are going to eat your one I, anyway I <laughs> thank you very much for joining us on our journey today you get you can, you start at Balia and you end up God knows where you end up in Onlar. that's where you end up <laughs> and are they the same are they different we'll never know They're the same <laughs> <laughs> give me strength
1: all I'm saying is right if you live where I live which is as big as some cities it's a village right I live in a village that is as big as some cities if I want to yeah. go into the nearest city I'm going into town and I get on a bus that says city centre on law I mean it's fairly straightforward
2: yeah that makes sense to me yeah
0: <laughs> I think so Okay. So until the next time, it's a slant from me. A slant from me. Like A slant from me. No, can we do the Late Late Show one? Should we do outros? Yeah, motherfuck lore is comes out every friday in the Headstuff podcast network if you can't wait that long for your next podcast fix there's a number of other fine shows on the podcast network such as words that effect the wonderful world of Wikipedia, pints of malt and many more if you wish to contact the show you can send us a voice note on the whatsapp number in our show notes
1: thanks as always to brian for producing and to kirsten Shield for the amazing artwork
2: and if you would like to support our show via our Patreon, you can do so by visiting Patreon forward slash Derek and you can see all the various tiers there and support for extra content. And thank you all to all of our generous patrons who support us uh, already. Thank you.
0: Until the next time, mind yourselves. Excellent. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
2: So we've lost all of that talk about where the best filling station
1: in Ireland is. It's a scandal.
0: We, we might be able to retrieve some of that. <laughs>